I, I'm not up, man. It's been around for like a year. I'm too busy watching Bieber videos. Welcome back to the Side by Side Guys Off-Road Podcast. I'm Big Z. And I'm Ian with Full Throttle Battery. Hey, and you're right there. I am. We're right next to each other. Yeah. I can't see it, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can see it right there. Oh, we're on a delay. I see. <laughs> no, okay. stop watching your phone. Start uh, watching the screen. Hey, how am I supposed to troll if I'm not watching my phone? <laughs> Thanks for everybody for uh, joining with us on uh, Facebook and YouTube. We tried to get Instagram Live going, but um, they are not. They don't like to play ball, so uh, that did not work. So Yeah, they're part of that meta thing, and they are absolutely freaking beta. So meta. So beta. We like to be alpha around here. That's right. So. Well, we're here to uh, cover the live uh, live stream of the Polaris Pro R launch. What do you think? I'm stoked. I'm stoked, man. It's going to be a distracted podcast because uh, I've got uh, we've got a chat room full of people that just want to troll, and I'm loving it. So I'm going to be engaging on Facebook. You're going to be gay- engaging on YouTube. I'm not going to be gay. I didn't say that. You did. Well, that was announced <laughs> years ago. But uh, no, it's going to be a good show, man. We. Um, um, this is going to be like an interactive show. This is your show. This is everybody's show. Yeah, this is the no, community. We're sure, doing this for, for the sure. community. We're doing it live for the community so you can be with us, partake with us, react with us, comment with us. Yeah, you guys want to talk about how my mullet's coming along. You guys want to talk about my Dune and Destroy hat, my Dixon flannel, uh, you know, Zach's Fox shirt. What kind of shirt you got? Or Fox, Fox, Fox hat. hat. What kind of shirt you got? Going? That's Twisted my knuckle? Uh, Busted Knuckles Busted uh, knuckle. Sh- uh, shirt that I got from... Uh, from Oklahoma. So mm-hmm. shout out to Bust and Knuckle. And if you haven't checked them out, they got some pretty rad videos. They just had an awesome video of a razor going up the hill, pirouetting, and then coming back down. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And just so you know that if uh, uh, if Polaris has 300 horsepower on this turbo R, Zach said he would shave his beard. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys can hear us, let me know. I just want to double check, make sure everything's golden for you. Uh, before we jump into the live broadcast, I thought it would be fun to kind of go through the RJ video um, and kind of just get ourselves stoked for the announcement. Um, there's obviously going to be some slow spots in the announcement. We'll try to cover those with commentary, uh, some color. But uh, when you guys uh, have something to say, throw it out there. We'll try to interact with you. I'm covering the Facebook comments. Um, I'm covering the Facebook comments. You're covering the Facebook. Yeah, I'm yeah. covering YouTube. You're covering sorry. YouTube. So, uh, so if you haven't seen the Hoonigan video, here we go, right? Right. We're going to throw that up here and uh, get the party started. Mm. The Hoonigans always do such a good job with their videos. Yeah, we got some who's who on this video. We got Parsons, we got Wilkie, we got uh, Tanner Faust, a bunch of lowriders. Yeah, we got a lot of people involved in this video that are of names. The silhouette drops, love those. Yeah. Tell you what else is involved in this video is my libido. Look at that thing. Whoa! Mmm. So some people have pointed out that RJ's car here is you'll see on the steering wheel there. It's a pro it's a pro ultimate body, but uh has walker Walk shocks. shocks on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it does not have the sh- the fox. He may uh, or may not be sponsored by a few people. Yeah. 96 octane going into it. Obviously, that's his tune on the car and, and performance uh, upgrades. Not going to be stocked that way. Man line intro. I thought that was pretty appropriate for a Hoonigan video. So how bad do you want a handbrake? 
Oh, I've always wanted a hamburger. Ever yeah. since Indecent came out with theirs, I wanted to get one. Yeah, I've thought about it, but it wasn't until uh, wasn't until I rode one that had a handbrake on it that I really kind of got some value out of it. But now that I had 300 horsepower, I don't really need one. So, oh, really quick. Yeah. Tell me how close this is, man. He almost flat. Yeah, watch his, This watch is his, so gnarly. His passenger rear. This is sketch as heck. But how many of us want to hit that jump? <laughs> Look at that. Ooh, yeah. slides right off. Watch, and the, I think watch the head here. From what I... Yeah, he slaps pretty hard. The From what I've heard, that he broke the wheel on really? that jump. Oh, and wow. so they had to stop and replace it and all. But Not shocking. That was gnarly. I mean, and just for everybody know, to know, this is not a one-shot thing. This is a multi-day excursion into the city to get this done. Yeah, missed opportunity on a stoppie on that one right there. <laughs> I think you just volunteered your car to try. Oh, I'll, I'll give it a go for sure. How about the sound of that motor? Um, it's having an effect on me. Mm. That crispy spot somehow. So interesting on that uh, parking. The parking stop moguls there, they started with one, but it didn't do anything to the car. It just stayed flat, so they had to add four more to make it work. Yeah. And here we have the little two-wheel trendy stuff here. I still think I need to learn how to do that. Yeah. doesn't do a lot for me. I think it's like wheelies. Once I, you do it, you'll I, probably want to do it a bunch. Maybe. I mean, I respect, I respect it, but uh, Tanner Faust... Now, shout out to these guys and their skill. I mean, come on. Tanner? All the guys. Yeah, I heard video. he can drive. It's just, everyone thinks, oh, I can do that. You know, it's a different thing to be able to do it on cue, on a dime, anywhere you're called to do it. I'm not getting any feedback at YouTube. Anyone hear us out there? Oh, yeah. They're too busy gazing at your beard. <laughs> The beard does take up a large majority of my uh, shot. <laughs> yeah, the comments on Facebook have slowed down enough that it kind of makes me wonder if some of these people haven't seen this video yet. <laughs> it's pretty epic. Who hasn't wanted to flip and drive their UTV through the stairs and stuff at various different places? How's the exhaust note on that thing? Pretty sick. It kind of reminds me of a Kawasaki KRX with a little bit more girth. <laughs> and a few more RPMs. <laughs> <laughs> now we got the homies here. Oh, we got Blakey. We got uh, Parsons. Yeah, I want to read through the non-disclosure agreement that they had to sign because this is the worst kept secret in off-road, and uh, and nobody knew this was. Oh uh, yeah, and two two of our <laughs> two people I know are in this video, and they said <laughs> nothing about it at all. It'd be interesting to see if how many of those cars actually could win in a drag race with some traction. Yeah. Yeah, uh, John just commented he's seen this video, but he loves it. I've seen this video probably about three times. It does not get old. It's sick. Little Baywatch throwback here. That little blondie's too thick to be a Pamela Anderson knockoff. <laughs> That the the gal in the swimsuit, she's somebody that's known. I just can't remember who it is at the moment. It's not just a random chick. So and we're good. 
So this was the segment inspired by Joey D. <laughs> if you don't know Joey D, he's got uh, he's deep into the, the low rider classic car scene. So yeah, this is definitely Joey's uh, thumbprint. <laughs> uh, Steve Gagney just commented. He says he can't hear you. Said I put the earplugs in so I don't hear the wife. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> So can you guys hear Ian, just not me? Oh, they'd be riding if they couldn't hear me. They'd be flipping over cop cars on the 6 o'clock news. <laughs> All right, looks like we're about seven minutes away from Polaris going live. Thanks, John. All right. We'll just... Shout out to John, by the way. That's the homie from Dune and Destroy. The lid. Yeah, they were, uh, uh, Kyle was just on Dirt Life uh, with um, our buddy George Hamill last night, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I can thank John that like half of my wardrobe now is doing a Destroy Clothes. Did he let you borrow his shirt? Uh, No, this is my shirt. I was the OG (laughs) on the shirt. Um, Yeah. So go, uh, if you haven't heard yet, uh, Ian's taking donations for Christmas of Dixon Flannels. You can go online and uh, gift that to him. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think? We got a few minutes here before the launch. We got just over five minutes. Uh, kind of what's your thought process in going into this? Are you just ready to absorb? I want to see a full-blown Steve Jobs freaking reveal. I want it to be lame. I want to see black turtlenecks. You want, them to, you want them to come out and be like, oh, yeah. it's four cylinders. No, I it's just, fast. I just want it to be corporate as hell. <laughs> yeah. No influencers at all. No real writers. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... <laughs> Let's just get some CEO that doesn't know what he's talking about. I think the CEO it. very well knows what he's oh. talking about, but I think uh, we're going to see a lot of influencers in the next 24 yeah. hours. Uh, they've been kind of riding that train the last couple of years, so... Um, obviously, we, we all kind of know a lot of the specs. Um, you know, we're two liter, we're two, uh, suspension, the trailing arms, the tow length, the... Lower A arm shock mounts, the new Fox shocks, which I'm totally stoked on. Um, if you haven't seen the post on that, they're coming out with some new live um, uh, dynamic shocks from Fox with mm. both rebound and compression. We covered that on um, the last show. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you on that one. I think you, we recorded and then you had that live like six <laughs> hours later. Yeah. It's, you were uh, up a while. It, it, yeah. When it comes to podcasts, I don't sleep much. So, yeah. um, we got some audio of my X3 in the background here. What's going on? Being quiet, not being driven. No, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you hearing something? Maybe oh, yeah. No, I hear is burnouts. Maybe the, uh, the video went live. Let's take a look here. It did not. Well, that's the RJ video. So let's refresh this. Are we? Uh, are we oh, thinking that still ca- going three minutes? Are ahead, we thinking so. that car on the right? No, that car on the right is not a four seater. It is a four seater. Is it? Yep. I thought it was a different cage, but it's actually a four seater. So oh, yep. that's your B pillar right there. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I initially thought the teaser picture with the two car silhouettes, uh, the one on the right being the Turbo S, uh, I thought it was a two seater with like maybe a Safari rack or maybe some sort of extended cage, but that's actually a four seater that somebody called me out on. So yeah. Um, Excited. I'm a four-seater guy, so obviously there's a four-seater coming, and I'm totally stoked on that. Yeah, John said he wants to see a potential trans option, which, you know, that's kind of a no-no topic. I heard these. I heard Dave Chappelle's like in a lot of trouble for talking about <laughs> We can't about talk about trannies um, on the show without getting flagged. So. Yeah, yeah. Children are watching, John. Come on. 
But no, a manual transmission would be epic. And I, I, I heard that there is some rumors going around that uh, some of the OEs are going to be going down that road. I think everybody eventually has to get there. just Or, because I mean, that's kind of the transition to the electric. There's that word again. Yeah. Transition. Hey, hey we got to put the uh on it. So no, you're going to get demonetized just uh, for explicit, what can I say? explicitness. If, you, if anyone hasn't followed Ian's uh, stories this morning, <laughs> uh, it's getting real around here. So we're live here in the battle station uh, of my studio office. We got tons of stuff surrounding me uh, at the moment, so I feel like I'm kind of plugged into the matrix here. And uh, we should be going live here in about 2 minutes, 15 seconds with Polaris. How are you not working for Tom, Tom Brokaw or like uh, Ted Koppel? Because Tom Brokaw is almost dead. Well, whatever, but like... <laughs> Man, he's got the producer game down pat, man. Go sh- show them how many freaking windows you got going on on this thing. <laughs> so, so, so here's our. We got our double ones. up. Yeah, we got the double up. We got the double up with the live preview. Oh yeah. We got the uh, double up with, with the, the large preview. preview. We have the double up with my desktop, so we can do some web surfing and whatnot. That should be. And then my we car. got the we got it all together. So I am ready to conquer this and do the best job I can possibly do on short notice, even though I have plenty of time to plan for this. Yeah. David just commented he'd like to see some different in- engine options. Well, buddy, you are going to be pleasantly surprised, my friend. So, so we've talked briefly on the previous <laughs> podcast about. Uh, whether or not we're going to see multiple options outside of just the two liter that's coming out. Uh, they did tease, you know, engine options up to two, two liters. So is that going to be the standard, um, you know, ProStar twin that is in the Turbo S that got discontinued and everything else? Or is it in the Pro XP? Or are we going to see maybe a third option come into play? And, and I know last time you talked about, you know, that probably not happening. Um, and I and we know that there's a triple in the wings, whether or not they ever put it out. Who knows? I think uh, I talked with you a little bit about my theory. My current working theory is that the triple is coming just after the two liter and it's going to supplant um, the, the, the twin eventually and, and be um, Can-Am versus Polaris yeah. in the tri- triple market. Yeah. Kenny said four way steer would be sick, but uh what wouldn't be sick is $55,000 UTVs. So. <laughs> well, if they're justified. Yeah. Just price gouging is a little sketch. Kenny must be from the south where they do a lot of crawling, a lot of tight trails and stuff, my guess. So just real quick before we start, we're a few seconds away from them going live. Shout out to everybody that joined us live in the chat rooms early. Um, we got Logan, Matt, Tristan, Ricardo, Steve, Tyler. Um, we got Bunch of Wyatt. Wyatt's in the house. house. Shout out to Wyatt for tearing it up this year. Uh, Wade, Stephen, isn't uh, Wyatt supposed to be in school? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so looks like we're about to go live here. I'm getting some tags online. I am not going to be responding to them because I have 40 things I'm doing at once at the moment. Um, Produce. So let me go ahead and just uh, refresh the feed here and make sure we get it live. John from... said, "Been waiting almost two years oh, for this, which is subsequently so, oh. about the time we announced that this thing was coming. So we have been waiting too, my friend." All right, so the video started streaming, so we can go full screen here, and we're ready to rock and roll. All right, we got some people talking. Uh, Norway, shout out to Norway. What is it, like 1 a.m. there? Uh, well, what's London? Eight hours uh, Eight hours in front of West Coast? I'm not a globe trekker, so. I am. So I would say, yeah, it probably is pretty close to about 1 a.m. in Norway. I would, I would love to say the gentleman's name from Norway, but I would completely butcher it so oh we got dustin johnson in the house alex ochoa we got marcus from uh north bend we've got doug what's up doug we got tyler from temecula motorsports derek what's up derek 
bold new colors. That's the only reason I'm here is for those bold new graphics, my my man. <laughs> I'm really looking for a new gray. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw two liters. Uh, got Andrew from Vegas. Do we have anybody from like Minnesota, like where they're doing this? No, this is a West Coast show. <laughs> Are we banned in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota. Oh man. So. Well, the video should be live. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, here. Dustin's commenting here. I, I don't. I don't know that Dustin and I have actually met each other, but Dustin is kind of in the same realm as I am. I think uh, he and I are in the FJ Cruiser forums, four wheel drive forums. Two, we, we're, we're, I think we both Racer have a dirt bike the background. Oh, here we go. Now we're on the UTV. Just had to restart to the stream there. Renegades. Oh, Racer oh I already saw one influencer. And explores oh, further I'm sure you're going to see a bunch of them. Before. Illinois then, here. We've been on the on, gas, Jackson. constantly refining uh, Chuck's from Minnesota. There's your answer right there. Accelerating innovation to keep the sport racing forward. Uh, Kenny asked if it's 74 Undeterred wide. It better the be. Limits of More than likely gonna be 74. Yeah. We keep finding bold new ways to do what oh, bold new ways. Impossible. They love oh, their bold new. We got Costa Rica in the house now. Arkansas. Welcome everyone. I'm Rutledge Wood, and thanks Hi, for joining us. All right, for I'm out of here. Competing flannels. Yeah, I'm out of here. When people talk about the evolution of side-by-side -side culture, racing, exploration, and vision, Cody's calling there's a shot, only one vehicle horsepower. that not only started it all, but continues to push the limits and leave a lasting mark both on and off the track. The Polaris Razor. Funny they're talking now, about today, the track right off the bat. We mark a new chapter in the history of Polaris as we set forth a new generation of Polaris Razor, one that dramatically raises the bar and sets a new standard for side-by-side -side design and performance. Big Papa saying 32,000 for the four-cylinder two-seater. At this point, the fact that an all-new Polaris Razor is coming RJ is in the no there. secret. That's because three weeks ago, the entire <laughs> off-road world like two and a half was years ago. a <laughs> spectacle with RJ Anderson behind the wheel of the new Razor, turning the city and beaches of Long Beach, California into his own personal off-road playground. By the way, Polaris, if you ever want a guy to sit and watch what you do, let me know. I would love to watch filming on the beach. Hey, it's almost like we just watched this. Are we replaying this? We should add some inside in info. Let's turn the volume down on that. And nobody wants to hear this again. <laughs> I just want to hear the motor again. Forgot to get my obligatory. Oh, yeah. I know what everybody wants to know is which full throttle battery will fit into this thing. I nobody, think you're nobody, nobody cares about horsepower. Uh, <laughs> the chassis's not changing, so the tub's not changing, yeah. so you can rock two five sixties, right? Oh yeah. What do we think on this thing? I'm I, of that. Oh I know, right? Yeah, I'm thinking like eighteen hundred pounds. I'm thinking nineteen. You think so? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Did you see that? I mean, no, that I saw it. Did you see it? Absolutely mind blowing. So, in addition to the Hoonigan video, Polaris has okay, pumped so Dale out a Reed, bunch of videos that really set the stage for this incredible Reed new Razor debut. As every adrenaline-hungry, right dirt-loving, yeah. rock-crawling, yeah. side-by-side driver knows, 
The Hopefully Razor the bigger not only Hell created yeah, the performance UTV like the industry, but also R. continues to push Dale, you got a horsepower number on there. I don't know if we can year. jump into the it. The next generation of Razor sets an entirely new standard in three critical areas. Wow, their website Power, never even went down today. And yeah. control. That's pretty impressive. Power coming courtesy of a monster Ex engine yeah, delivering more horsepower than any other side-by-side -side to date. A next level roll cage and chassis. Taylor, uh, level Taylor from Amp just said 225. My guess is they're sugarcoating that. And control. Uh, can that is arguably the most technologically advanced suspension can -Am's system ever developed the tire. Ooh, for a stock machine. Watt stator. Now I could go Starting on and at, on, so but the instead, Pro -R. joining us today is Polaris Off-Road President Steve 181 Manetta. on the turbo Steve's is what Dale said. So starting at 32,000 so for the Pro R, not only to Polaris, and but to the uh, starting at 26 Steve, for the brother, Turbo R. Thanks for joining mm -hmm. us, buddy. Thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, Dude, look at those freaking A-arms. Look how far down they are. I know. It's always customer inspired. We so 181 on the turbo, that's the same as uh, 41k top trim is what Derek razor. said. We really 225 on the Pro R. So looking at the Pro R, we have the 1997 slingshot motor that we talked about. Yeah. 225 horsepower. That's the weight. 2,085 pounds. So I was pretty close. That's a bear. Uh, new gas tank. 12 gallon gas tank. That's uh, that's what my Pro is though. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was 9.5. Uh, payload capacity 7.4. Wheelbase 104.5, so that's up from 96, I think. What's the X3? Uh, I think the X3 is 98 or something. Is it? Yeah. 1700-watt charging system. So let me do the math. So that was, that's the slingshot stator, that, or uh, alternator. Real quick. Uh, 29 inches of rear, rear wheel travel. So these are the new, they comes with the new, I was talk, calling out the tires earlier about uh, the Maxxis Rampage tires. I didn't, I didn't know that's what they were, but they had new tires. So Rampage Fury is the tires it's coming with. 32, 10, 15s all the way around, 8-ply, 15-7, 5-lug wheels. Connected vehicles. How do we drive a better experience for our overall customers? And we plow that right Three piece sway bars. And make just super awesome products. That's pretty Am impressive. Am I correct yeah. in thinking these are going to be the most base model Walker Evans 3.0 velocity shocks, 16 adjustable? What do we say? 1700 watts. I was 16.50 or something like that. Power, that strength and control in that. the vehicles and letting them just go. Holy cow, man, that's 140 watts, man, or 140 amps. Right. So the it's hottest, the hottest stator right now, Thank that's you. double it's the hottest stator. It's an alternator, it's a belt oh, alternator. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So let's take a look at the art. Oh, let's go back to the... So you got 141 amps to work with on this car. You're going to see SSV, Rockford, and some of the bigger stereo companies come out with monster stereos for this thing, because be, it'll be able to push it. Let's just take a little launch video watch here. An entirely new category of side-by-side -side performance. Built for those who live wide open. The all-new Razor Turbo R and revolutionary Razor Pro R. This pair of new industry leaders is reimagined from the ground up to put you at the top of the food chain. Razor Turbo R sets a bold new standard for performance side-by-sides. It's incredibly responsive, remarkably agile, and ruggedly strong. Razor Turbo R is a flat-out monster. The revolutionary Razor Pro R is an absolute beast. And Razor Pro so the R same turbo has message, the strength uh, to motor. match its power and performance. So no matter how wild the ride, 
You've always got the strength 925 cc, 181 horsepower, same motor that was in the Pro XP. In the race to rule side-by-side -side performance, Razor 19, now holds the top two pounds. spots. Confident so I was, the I was pretty dead on on 1,900 pounds. An incredible strength of this bold new breed. It's time to take your place at the front of the pack. Oh, we didn't learn much there. That's right, no. everyone. Not one, but no, two new Razor models. And these <laughs> things look incredible. The new Polaris you Razor fold your Pro pants up like R that. and Razor no, Turbo good. R represent a new standard in off-road power, strength, and control. Both vehicles expand the possibilities of off-road performance, whether tackling dirt tracks, Rutledge trail looks systems, like he takes desert dunes, or the wildest rugged off-road terrain. Let's not get Razor Pro on R will be hitting uh, dealers in early <laughs> 2022, He's got while that Razor Turbo game, like, R is slated yeah. to hit dealers in spring. Now for Spring. a deeper dive into the details of both of these incredible machines, I'd like to introduce Pat McArdle, Director of Product for Polaris Razor. Thanks for joining us, Pat. Yeah, it's great to be here, man. Turbo R, two-seater, uh, ultimate trim is 33,000. We can walk around them, check them out. Yeah, let's wander over and check it out. So, Pat, this is it. This is the best of the best right here. This is the Razor. They have a launch edition. That'll be interesting. It's so 41,000. Yeah, look that at that. Make look this at that lower. so new and so special. Yeah, absolutely, man. This is the ultimate trim. So, this is the top of the line, right? We got power, strength, and control. If we look at power, there's a huge power plant in the back of this thing we can talk about, right? We got a new four cylinder engine pumping out 225 horsepower. You know, it's four valve per cylinder, dual overhead cam, so kind of classic mm -hmm. Polaris Pro Star, uh, you know, technology. Because it is there. the same thing, there's just doubled up. There's also some, you know, questions we've seen popping up. People are wondering, hey, did you guys just drop a slingshot engine in this? Sure. The answer is yes. no, we didn't. We designed <laughs> this engine for the off road application for a Razor. So when you look at it, we've got things like a lightweight crankshaft, so this motor can rev really quick, you know, in this in this machine. Yeah, but well, I'll bet you. Uh, we've got uh, though. a unique oiling system so that we can hit high angularity. So when you're going up and down and climbing things off road, you don't have to worry about starving that oil pump. Sure. I mean, it's it's a really sweet engine uh, when you get to hear it sing. And the other thing that's cool is we've actually got user selectable throttle modes now. Come so on. there's a switch on the dash that it Hello, Commander all integrated. The way down. That's going to put you in sport mode. So it's right here in the center. Uh, that's going to operate just like a classic razor that you're used to for how you push Shout that out pedal to, and how uh, the engine reacts. When you flip the, the wheel Max position, that that's actually going to be used for slow speed rock crawling. Yeah. So when you really want to be able to see that front tire rock okay, up and over things, you can use that one. RC. Oh yeah, they do. All the way Spartan, up Spartan, is when you, you know, just want to go Johnny on the hard gas. Uh, that's the race mode. So it's going to be the fastest reacting mode when you start tipping in that pedal. The machine's going to throw you back in the seat and go. So it's a ton of fun. You know, as we keep going back from the engine, uh, connecting out to the wheels, we've got an all new set of clutches and belt on this. So we've actually gone to a longer belt with a longer center distance. Lightweight primary. Uh, so we've increased the strength of that to match secondary. the power of the engine. Uh, we've also improved the airflow through there. So it's a whole new clutch setup on this one. And that's all about cooling. That's trying to get the most out of it, get that power down to the Look ground. Look how ugly you that cage bracing exactly. is. So then we keep going back from there. Uh, standard kind of park reverse neutral low high gear transmission. So you can select that, but we have gear down low on this. So it's a little more capable and technical Rotella riding. Dustin. So instead of you know having a really fast speed when you're in low, you know it's gonna top out right around 30 miles an hour and give you really good slow speed control. And then when you flip to high, you're gonna be able to run flat out in the desert. So it's gonna be, you know, put that grin on your face while you go. It's, what are we talking, what do we think top speed? We're getting close to 90? Yeah, on the two-seater, it'll go 90 Ooh. miles an hour. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, Goodness sure, man. gracious. Yeah, so then when you go Is there regulatory there, around you know, mile per hour, max mile per hour? The rear, so back wheels are always spinning. There's a new rear gear case. And then we've actually got an all new front drive in this too. So there's new a rear, rear gear case, new front. System. And if you look on your side, you've actually got the switch for that. 
So when that switch is all the way down, you're in two-wheel drive, so lock rear Nobody cares like about this stuff. We want to know past. what the biggest size light bar we can put on. actually going to put it in four-wheel drive, but when the unlocked What's the best dish, whip we can so put on? that's going to be good for high-speed cruising or where you're just out, you know, riding around. But if you need ultimate traction, flip that switch all the way up, and you're going to lock that front end. You're going to get one-to-one go. -one ratio, so all four wheels Lockers. are pulling. Lockers. So think of that, you know, when you're rock crawling or real technical. Claris is really going one-to-one you know, -one with Can-Am on all their features with this launch. You want all four wheels pulling you off the line for that. That's huge. That thing needs 35s, yeah, sure. that big so, four-seater. You know, not just the new Four-seaters don't look thing, right without 33s or bigger. Yeah. to get that power all the way out to the wheels. Well, and then when you look at how you're going to use that kind of power, I mean, the strength <laughs> of this thing is... <laughs> I'll tell you how I've used that power. I'm 6'3", and it's way bigger than me. <laughs> He's 6'3"? everything else. This sucker is so beefy. Yeah, so when you look at strength, right, there's some things you can't see. Like, so this has got a one-piece oh, mainframe, we so it's fully welded front to back, no joint in the middle like some of our older models had. And even the cage on the Pro-R is a one-piece cage now. So the only places that there's bolts between the chassis and cage are the points like A, B, C, and D pillar. Uh, and we use some, you know, beefy two-inch tubing on this, fully yeah, gusseted up cage. It's a really nice uh, system there. Two-inch tubing, but You know, tubing, when you look at strength, though, it's not just about the chassis and cage, right? We got to think about things like the suspension. So if we walk back up to the front of this, you know, you look down at these control arms, and you can see the beef just visually looking at it. Yeah, right? They are Where's massive, the beef? They're huge. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got the shock, you know, mounted down to the lower control arm, you know, straddling that half shaft going right. off the wheel. So it's a really unique that design. Uh, sway that bar bring that shock looks down legitimately and keep good over the hood. So yeah, you know, you look, you go front suspension, super what beefy, you chassis, cage, you know, there, everything's beefy. He said he had two inch tubing. End. We've got five bolt hubs for the no, first actual, time and it's a unitized I don't think he said so, the actual yeah, You know, you don't either. have to worry about clapping tons of load through that half shaft. It's a really strengthened up system. Now to put all these things together, it's got to come through in that control that the driver feels. So where are the areas that this thing really shines on control? Yeah, so if you think about control, one of the cool things, especially on this Ultimate trim, when you get Dynamics Active Suspension, is that we used to just have kind of comfort, sport, and firm, and you set your baseline damping and adjusted from there. Well, now we've made it a little more terrain or event specific. So you've actually got comfort, track, Baja, and, uh, and rock. And as you go, like the cool thing about it is not only are we adjusting the shocks at all four corners, but we're actually adjusting the steering feel too. So the assist changes as you change those modes. So we're able to give you, you know, nice light steering when you're in a mode like comfort and you're just cruising. Yeah, they haven't done that day. before, where they electronically change the electronic steering ratios on the fly so like that. Railing on so that's terrains. something interesting to try out. Uh, when you get the rock, we're going to give you the most assist we can for that low speed drivability. Uh, and, and the dynamics even does cool stuff like lean you into the hill now because we have both compression and rebound control for the first time independent on this. Pat, the Razor Pro R is insane. This thing's a monster. Can and just for everybody calling the out the clutch, Absolutely. the CVT Let's still being there, man. Um, they have to have room to grow. This is so a 10 year plan or more. We're like so about 8.6 horsepower per pound. Yeah, absolutely. So the Turbo R is really that the replacement up lineup for the old Turbo S that we stopped building after Model Year 21. And there's a heck of a lot of upgrades to this model. Interesting right? mirrors got, they put on there. Are those assaults? Yeah, those are assaults. We've got the new interior. We've got the tilt and telescoping steering on it. When you go in the back, we've upgraded the transmission with wider I'm gears and better bearings. We've strengthened up, you know, the <laughs> shafts all around to get out to the wheel ends. We put bigger brakes on this that are actually shared with the Pro R. Nice. So we got huge triple piston calipers up front, duels in the back, and there's a cool top hat rotor design that's actually two piece. So it's aluminum on the inside, steel where the brake pads contact. So we can really keep a little weight out of that for that unsprung mass at the corners. Have That's they huge. talked about the axles? Yeah, so there's outside. a lot of things that are actually shared between the uh, Turbo R and the Pro R. You know, we've got 
things like dynamics active suspension mm. where we've got the four different modes of uh comfort almost track, like i've seen that before and yeah. nice and not only is that, that going to do the, uh, the dynamics dv so the compression and rebound no i the posted shocks, that like steering two days well. ago <laughs> so you get a lot of you know cool technology coming to this the other thing i haven't mentioned on either is the ride command technology Right, so we've got you know awesome GPS navigation. You can. I'm gonna say that they've stepped up their production itself, game you know, this year. This looks way better than the last few that, years so of their launches. So you know, shout out to their to produ production company. Kenny asks if we right order it, when will we get it? That's the big question, my friend. Well, they already said spring, so experience if you use it right. That's amazing. It's you're dropping a pin for your friend. Except using the technology. So this uh, this whole texting thing going on, that's all stuff better. they brought yeah, over from their GPS acquisition with the GPS navigation company so no that has the little Right? Well, now the, the nice thing display. is I can go out a mile, let the person behind me just track my dot right on their the map. Trail tech? And now trail they tech. Can, they yeah. Can so they acquired trail tech, a bunch of patents, and they've been on trail tech for years. Yeah. But that's where that technology came from. It really worked with a bunch of aftermarket companies to make sure that you've got a line of accessories ready to roll. Absolutely, yeah. So on both these models, you'll notice got, that the radiator grill is full width now. It's one. not as narrow uh, as it used to be. Like so Robert it's kind of like the XP turbos when they launched. They got a bigger uh, radiator opening. More speakers and subwoofers. Uh, we've got guys like Rigid that we're working with on light bars. We've got oh, Pro wow. Armor on wheels, That's tires, cooler. cages, doors. That came out last year. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of cool companies that we've been able to though, partner right? with. You no, know, Assault, you can see them on no, the mirrors. They've got it, some yeah. grills and other things. So, But they, they do all the wiring chases and all that stuff now. I saw some mirrors on there that weren't Sector 7. So that when we launched the Turbo R and Pro R, we'd have the full catalog of accessories ready to go. Sector 7 only for life, baby. Shout out to Danny and Lynn. Make the best mirrors on the market. American made, American sourced, going all our machines yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. The team did a hell of a job on these, and I'm super excited to be able to get to bring them out now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will say with the the improved front fascia, it looks a lot better than the narrow one. Pro drivers in off-road racing today, RJ Anderson. RJ, what's up, brother? Who's that? What's going on, Rutledge? Nice to see you, man. Uh, you had a, a chance to RJ get behind has great the wheel. Teeth. Of one of these bad boys, <laughs> and millions of people saw it with you and the new Razor Pro R. Tell us about. By the way, he looks, and, he looks nervous too. Like, it, <laughs> him and his brother are the skinniest two oh, racers I've man. ever seen. His brother is as tall as I am. Yeah, but they're like five pounds each. Oh, I know they weigh like one thirty. Talk about a dream come true. That was some epic places, and to be one of the first to ever even see this machine, get behind the wheel and go tear up an urban environment like that, talk about a life-changing experience. That was a blast. I mean, four wide on the beach in Long Beach. You went up over the stairs, the highway, the, the parking deck with it. I'm pretty sure I was Tanner Faust in that taxi. How did you look at all that and go, oh, th we can totally do this in a new Pro R? Because he can So drive. a lot of those stunts were even all new to me. I'd never jumped and landed on a staircase, went up the staircase, two wheels while someone's doing donuts around me. I mean, just kind of, you know, displaying what the cars are capable of. But at the same time going into it, the Pro R was all new to me. I didn't know Page it was just capable crashed. of. So the as Pro we were R's doing stunts, page. it was coming to me and I'm like, <laughs> is this struggling? Derek just said the Pro R force backs uh, pages down. Really was. Man, the suspension is really what impressed me the most. I had so much what comfort in ever happened for the Harley Davidson's that world. it was there for me, even if I was to mess up. Man, it was huge. Was there one stunt in that video you did with Hoonigan that was just kind of beyond anything you could have imagined? I would stay the, say the stair set jump is my favorite, but that freeway jump was insane. I mean, having the freeway under it kind of doesn't give it the depth, but the, the uh, Pro R4 tall, seater so um, the ultimate trim is 42,000. Yeah. Um, and they're not 
showing any other trim other than the ultimate trim. And the the Turbo R four-seater starts in the sport trim at 30,000. It goes up to the ultimate trim at 36,000. How could it get crazier? Oh, I know what you do. You take RJ. They got a cool looking blue and gray color scheme for their Turbo R premium trim blue slate. Looks pretty hot. Absolute limit. So I'm just thirsting over Rutledge's hair. I've got hair jealousy. Push one of these new machines to the max. RJ, we made it. I mean, it's a cool, crisp Southern California desert day. We've got an insane track behind us, all groomed and prepped, and two ridiculous machines to rip. I will uh, be the first one this to admit I'm a bit of a Tanner Faust fanboy. Like <laughs> that dude's rad. He's got some skill set and some personality for sure. Brand new Pro R and Turbo right behind us. I'm looking forward to shredding these things and seeing what they got and uh, maybe having some fun out there with you. I had never seen the Turbo R before. I've caught a couple glimpses. Turbo R four-seater ultimate R, is 2169 pounds. You can see why they call it a game and because, the mean, so Pro R four-seater website just went down. So yeah, you'll have to wait. But I know that you're going to shred it. Now, this is kind of the stuff uh, I just got asked time, if I'm so getting it yet. I'm going to follow you first. Are you ready Stay to do tuned. It? <laughs> this is my wheelhouse. Let's say we have some fun. All right. This is where you wait for them to put all their required gear on. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> this is when you get all that slutty B-roll. <laughs> I think I'm gonna root the shit out of you. <laughs> Attaboy. I'm glad they let that play. It'll be really interesting to see where it comes in line as far as you know, in and out of the corners and all that compared to the two-cylinder. You know, being in the position I'm in, I know that the. Uh, the marketing team, oh man, that's a cool shot. I was just calling out those yeah. rear GoPro shots the other day. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the marketing department at Polaris has switched hands so many times over the last couple of years. They are nailing it on this portion of the release. Yeah, no, they're, this is they're what they should have let off with. Yeah, they should have definitely let off with this. <laughs> they're also probably given free reign to go have fun with creative content, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, thank you, do. So Tanner obviously won. He's already in his ball cap I mean, and out of the car. <laughs> looking at this track, this is something that we'd be jumping around. Uh, Dale just said the Pro like R4 that. ultimate weight is uh, 2,500. I've had a little time in the Pro That's R4. That's a bear. First time in the Turbo R. It's a lot. Yeah. What's your overall thoughts? Well, it seems like side by side, the Pro XP pushed it to a, a level, and now I think the game has totally been changed. This is longer, it's beefier, stronger, like the color bigger engine, like um, everything has kind of reset the bar. Well, just with the so red and everything, I'm, I don't I'm a think it's a, even for a red comparison. On black. I agree, mm. not one but two next level machines. First of all, this isn't even a course that's like made for these. This is made for a motocross track. That's a 90 I don't know if anyone's called it out yet, but 74 inches it wide. It lands like you're on a dirt bike or something. With 74 inches of oh, width, though, <laughs> on this little beast, I mean, you had to, I saw you throwing it into the berms. What track is that? Did they say? I don't know if I've seen you throw it into uh, the berms that hard before. Not sure, yeah. so is that Helen? Out the inside of that corner, no. I'm giving it everything I, I had, and here so. you come every time around the outside, just I guess flying it's by me. I'm like, maybe a little more than half throttle through there, and I could hear you're pinned, and I felt bad. I didn't want to blow you away too fast. You got races coming up, you don't want your, like, confidence completely squashed <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about those whoops? Those are big whoops. We're freaking hauling over those oh, things. Oh. Complete control, like I could steer in the whoops, I could slow down, speed up. Yeah, if you're not doubling the whoops, you're just not a big dog. <laughs> and we're just tackling them like they're not even there. It's pretty crazy. It's unbelievable right off the showroom floor what they can do. Tons of power, unbelievable strength to put up with all that. 
talk about a game changer. No other machine can you bring out here, box stock, and go through this track. What like I really want to know is how long ago this was filmed. Done. I'd be willing to say that RJ, that was probably you last like you fall. And Tanner had a blast I think it's out there. And again, days, I can't honestly. say this enough. In mm. two bone stock Razor Pro R and the Razor Turbo R, were you blown away by what y'all were able to do in stock machines? Yeah, that track was an absolute blast. I'd had some time in the Pro R before, so I gave Tanner the keys to the big boy. Eric, I've never on seen YouTube the YouTube comment, it was four seater gonna cost more than my crew cab lariat. We absolutely <laughs> tore up that track. It was a motocross trap. Big lips, fast turns, gnarly uh, Sergeant Dirty Dad, Pro R naturally aspirated. Yes, it totally is. different machines. Tore it up, no problem. Wonder if they will make a turbo kit. I guarantee you they will make a turbo kit. Somebody will. Yeah. Ready to rock. RJ, thank Again, you so this is just much the, the same two-cylinder doubled up. So. <laughs> Eric goes, <laughs> Eric goes uh, it says RJ vision. looks like the actor Thanks, from Burn Notice's brother. Attaboy, Wayne. Wayne's got two. He's taken to the races this weekend, Wayne so Matlock, look out uh, for this guy. He's won it seven times, and he's about to go for eight. Only this time, it's going to be behind the wheel of the new Razor Pro R. Wayne! Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Man, this is so cool. Like You've got to be really confident in this new machine to take it to Baja only a few weeks after it's been launched. So talk about what you've been doing to really prepare yourself. He's had it for a lot longer than since the launch. Our, our Facebook <laughs> you know, we've been dreaming about this vehicle for years, and uh, we finally got it. This thing has, the suspension's just unbelievable on it. It's right, built good. super tough, and what a better environment than the Baja 1000. I think that was just AT&T. Yeah. I mean, it is the most insane race, I think, in the world. Yeah, it's you know arguably the most grueling non-stop event in the world as far as off-road racing goes. It just so many different trains and stuff like that. You've got deserts, you've got mountains, you've got beaches, and they throw it all together and then you do it again and again and again. And uh, hopefully we get it done in about 29 hours. It's crazy. I mean, now this vehicle is brand new to all of us, but that's not quite the case for you. You've really been helping a lot on the testing side with the Razor Pro R. So. Having yeah, that like in your pocket, worth. I mean, is that a great competitive advantage for you with this? All right, yeah, I would say so. Slow I mean, down. What do you guys think of this we've thing? Been Come on, fire this thing, trying to figure out the faults and stuff like that, and it's been bulletproof so far. This I just want to know is, who wore the flannel better. Awesome, right out of the Me? box. Polaris <laughs> is dedicated to expanding what's possible See this for beard? side by sides, and enabling yeah, but he's got a party like in the back. You really push the bar. The funny thing is, you're not the only Matlock that's out there pushing boundaries. Your no. wife, Kristen, also races. Yeah, yeah, she races too, and uh, it's been a good thing for us with Polaris. So one thing I didn't you know, check if was I if he's running issue, the she might not turbo class and she's running the four-cylinder. So she's running feelings NA. with the guys out there. Yeah, she's always on NA, fun so. To watch. Thanks for being with us, Wayne. Good luck in Baja. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. But I'm not sure if she's running the new car Well, that about wraps it up for us, Dustin was saying they just keep going up on price. You know, hopefully that translates to a better machine, though. I mean, well, can't, you can't go up in product without going up in price. 42K is nothing compared to what I have in my car, you know? So, I mean, if they come out with something that's banging right off the bat, then it's worth it. And most of all, providing an epic adventure for everyone who gets behind the wheel of a SL said, uh, too much money for me to get out of my Turbo S. Well, Turbo S is a great car, so it's hard to justify that. But if you want this kind of suspension upgrades and those kind of shocks and everything else, I mean, you got to pay for it. Derek's asking what toy hauler or deck's going to fit that four-seater. Mine. Your trailer purchase had a lot of things in mind. Yes, sir. They raised the bar for off-road power, strength, 
control, and most of all, next level adrenaline and non-stop fun. I'm Rutledge Wood, and I'll see you out there. SL see you, bud. SL just commented, too much money for me to get rid of my Turbo S. Don't get rid of your Turbo S. It's awesome. I, I literally <laughs> just discussed that. Yeah. I know I know where I fall in your... Uh... <laughs> oh, I was just too busy thirsting over Rutledge's beard. Is that it? Is that it? That's all we got? That's it? That's it, man. All right. Well, all right. Get at us, man. Let's get back to it, I yeah, guess. So, uh, what do you think? Well, uh, kind yeah. of everything we expected, right? I think my coffee's cold. Hey, you were offered. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Office <laughs> Hours. Uh, Whoa, what do we got going on here? All right, so uh, you can find. So Dale just—I can still hear that in the background. Yeah, you can. What? What is this? There. YouTube auto playing on me. So Dale just said 50K for the Pro R4 and Desert Package. Dale, uh, I need you to do a little more research on that. What 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 is the Desert Package actually coming with? Is it a bunch of lighting? Is it... Uh, well, let's pull up the website. That. How about that? Yeah, let's pull up the website. Dale's all over it, though. Uh, Gilliam's in. Uh, what up, boys? Not going to lie, this car looks dope. I ripped the LACR. Let's hope the website the is uh, working for us here. Brent, what track were they on? He would know that. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So let's go to... Steve Gagney wants to know what you're getting now that that's been released. Trolling you. <laughs> He's going to get a general. <laughs> uh, Jake Williams missed the first 30 minutes. Basically, a new car came out, dude. One has a four-cylinder. One has a two... Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, this is a thousand cc. Or no, uh, is no, it the, no. Is the it turbo the 925? is a 925 yeah, yeah, turbo, 185. 181 horsepower. Same, same engine, same, same pro XB motor. Yeah. yeah. Brent, speak speak in Pacific Northwest, LACR. It's in Palmdale. Okay, yeah. Brent, Brent's in that, uh, he's, he's got that SoCal lingo, like when he gives you directions, so it's like, uh, <laughs> first you got to get on the 10 and then get over to the 5. <laughs> <laughs> and then jump off at the get onto the four oh five. That's funny. <laughs> so we love Brent. Let's see here. So the website's having issues. Obviously, everyone's going to check it out. Um, but we can take a look at the four seater. I think that one hasn't crashed. So Dustin just head up. Where are they going to be classified on the? on as a buggy then a utv unknown right now man i've heard of i didn't say anything about right how these things are being classified right for sure uh, i have um i the only thing that i can i've ever heard re relative to that was there was kind of a controversy with score as to whether or not they're going to let that thing slide into a class 10 or if they were going to make their own class for it for the specifically for a utv two liter unknown as of right now though man well the best in the desert did a class farm right on a two liter for an unlimited like just whatever you bring yeah as I, long as it's in production right so well we're gonna see them racing uh absolutely but uh the the page we all want to see is currently not loading so and i don't think i have a backup page let me check yeah i actually show us as being dark right now on uh facebook on facebook i think they can hear us so well let me check no i'm i'm still showing it we're my good. buddy buck is pissed because they're only offering a belt Wait for Can-Am, bud. Yeah. Can't do much about that. I, I, I want to stress again that this is a 10 to 20-year game plan for Polaris. Like, this whole Pro XP chassis upgrade was, like, first there's this, then there's that, then there's 
the pro r then there's turbo r then there's the clutch option and then you know and and if you notice we had a discussion a long time ago about um them getting more niche yeah and if i didn't catch the actual trim level for the desert version but if they're coming out with it, it just follows along with our theory that they're going to get a whole lot more niche focused that with a platform sick. that's more focused, they should. more flexible. Yeah. Can-Am's all over that. <clears throat> yeah, Can-Am's been doing that yeah. for a while, right? Tay-Tay from uh, Amped Off-Road just said the Pro-R 4 drive weight is 2365. That's a heavy turd, man. I don't mean that in a bad way. That's a That's a big car. Let's see if we can pull up a cash version or something. Nope. Matt Kennedy asked, what were the horsepower numbers for the turbo? It's 181, so it's the same as it that's in the current Pro XP. Right. No, nothing's changed on the Pro R outside of the suspension. So uh so the Pro Turbo R will have the upgraded A arms, the upgraded front uh, bulkhead. The upgraded trailing arms with tow link, um, upgraded brakes, upgraded steering. Uh, the new, uh, they will not be getting the new high output alternator right. because they didn't get the new engine, right? right? So they'll be still at that, uh, what is it, 800 watts? Something like that? Yeah. So uh, SL on YouTube hit us up. Why not put a real transmission in this thing? Why still the CVT? You know, we, why, can, we can wish, but. Why uh, bring out all your tricks at once? Well, the. Uh, some of the other OEs, you know, we've heard some rumors that we're going to start seeing some manual transmission options or like uh, auto clutch, similar to what uh, uh, Honda and Yamaha are doing currently. Yep. And when I say other OEs, I mean the big two uh, between Polaris and uh, Can-Am. I really, I haven't heard, I haven't heard a rumor about Polaris switching to a manual for quite a while, but Can-Am, uh, stand by. Yeah, no, they they're ready for that. Um, so they're calling this the ProStar Fury 2-liter instead of the... Oh, Fury. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting to see what actually is different um, between the slingshot motor and this motor. Um, obviously, I think it's going to be all internal stuff. So maybe it's a different crank, different uh, valves or, or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I think we're going to be seeing a very similar motor to the slingshot, just tuned differently. Um, and then as far as the uh, the Turbo R... Um, you know, if the Turbo R comes, did it come with the uh, the Fox shocks or did it come with the, uh, uh, let's see here. Thank you too, Matt. So ultimate trim level, let's see if specs will load for us. Okay. So if we go down to uh, shocks. Well, Zach's looking this up. Nope. Every, every so the ultimate trim level four seater, at least, will have the Walker Evans 2.5s, which is just a dropped ball in my opinion. What, what? Hold so on. turbo R, uh, oh, did it change my trim level? Okay, that's Is the it sport. at least a velocity? Okay. No, that's the sport level. Okay, so the two le the two seater uh, pro turbo R, or are they calling it the pro R? No, they're not calling out pro at all. So you have the pro XP. I didn't even realize that. So you have the pro XP, mm -hmm. and then you have the Razor turbo R. So they're not they bypass the pro nomenclature, and and use that only for the uh, the pro R. So this is literally the Turbo S XP Turbo replacement. So you're going to see the XP Turbo probably phased out if this is what they're doing, unless they want to keep that that suspension option in in play. But uh, okay, so let's go to the ultimate trim. Okay. So 
uh, Fox Live Valve 3.0. Uh, oh, they're doing 3.0 on the front, like we were talking about. You know, what what uh, combination are they going to do? So they are doing 3.0s all the way around with the uh, the new uh, dual controlled. That's awesome. Dynamics. I think that's a winner. Oh, 100%. Right out of the gate. Yep. And uh, they don't make any mention here of the spring kit on that. But as I had mentioned previously in the week, uh, we're going to be looking at a fairly substantial upgrade on the spring kit um, where it may be straight out of the gate pretty viable for most people. You might not have to buy a spring kit right away. Yeah, we got quite a few people watching live right now. So uh, jump into the comments section. One to ten. How did Polaris nail it? That's a good idea. And where does you, everybody put this yeah, 1 to 10? Where does everybody put this 1 to 10? And if it's a 10, don't put 10. Put, oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. We didn't talk about, did they talk about clearance? What's the clearance on this? So ground clearance, 16 inches. That's pretty substantial upgrade. I mean, they went from 13, I think, right? Skeeter says 8. I would agree. I think it's a solid 8. Yeah. I think I think the premium model is a hard eight may you know i I mean if i get behind the wheel of it i mean you could talk me into a nine or a ten so on the screen here uh we have a little bit of uh some imagery around the new dv shocks um so you'll see that on previous generations you had two little meters or you had a little meter next to each wheel showing you where your rebound uh not your rebound your compression was set uh, on the new setup, you're going to have both rebound and compression. So your compression is the, the the value coming from the top down, and then your rebound is from the bottom up. You're going to have four different modes uh, that will change the rates and the re the reaction time on those. Um, they're going to be desert, Baja, you know, trail, um, yeah, comfort, all that stuff. So, so Baja, uh, rock, track, and comfort. Right. So salty box reef gives it a seven. Reap gives it a, oh, yeah. Matt Kennedy gives it an 8.7, but still gives it a, oh, yeah. And Vinnie Max had the most interesting comment. He said, crazy big cars. Here in Minnesota, we have a 2,000-pound weight restriction, and the max width is 65 to utilize public trails and land. And to get a trail sticker, they will tear up trails at that weight. Absolutely right. It's interesting that you said that, and shout out for the Bones Brigade uh, avatar. And uh, I think I think everybody, you know, when, when this whole thing started, when everybody was saying two liter wasn't going to happen, I think everybody's so focused on getting trail certified, right? Tagged for trail. I don't think they care. I think this car is targeted for the West Coast and it's targeted for the dunes. It's targeted for Baja. It's target, targeted for, you know, getting it out there, not necessarily being trail friendly. So I would, I would say that you're probably looking at these cars not selling very much anywhere outside of the Southwest. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right, man. Uh, Cody, our homie from uh, UTV Takeover, gave it a 9.5 all day. Said the only thing he doesn't like is the axle through the front shock. <laughs> you must have tuned in late. <laughs> I was butthurt about that one. Oh, Kelvin joined. What's up, Kelvin? Shout really out didn't go Northwest into, UTV. Yeah, so they really didn't go into detail on the A-arms and trailing arms. Exactly. And those things look like you could harpoon a freaking whale with those things. Uh, yeah, they didn't really talk the about um, the tow link and all that very much. I want to see the trailing arms. Oh, 100%. I was uh, actually surprised with how little detail they put out. Now, that being said, um, they do have a tradition of putting out like 15 videos after the launch video. Right. So let's go take a look at their YouTube and see yeah, what's going on uh, there. Brent Gilliam just commented about uh, being tagged for trails. I know, right? We West Coasters are spoiled. Now, that being said, how many people are going to take these uh, <laughs> 
on the trails anyways. Yeah, Salty Box just goes still going to get gapped by X3s with a tune unless you put a real turbo or put a turbo on it. True that. All right. So it looks like they've dumped a whole bunch of videos, um, including some walk-arounds and hands-on stuff. So do we want to see any of these? Well, I'm really interested in the dude in the polo shirt because nothing says <laughs> off-road and a horsepower like corporate America. All right. So we have an accessory... They're really pushing accessories on this launch. There's a lot of accessory videos. Uh, engine and power. Let's let's watch that one. Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Dan. We're from the powertrain group. Hi, Jen and Dan. And today we're here to tell you about the engine in the new Razor Pro R, the Pro Star Fury 2.0. We're going to cover some different performance characteristics and design elements that is really the heart and soul. I've and always wanted one of those cutaway engines. Those things are cool. This engine is the industry first 2.0 liter, four cylinder, naturally aspirated, high revving engine delivering 225 horsepower. The Razor Pro R offers three unique drive modes, rock, sport, and race. Rock mode offers a more controlled, linear throttle That was the best look of the A-arms I've seen yet. Technical terrain, and of course, no, she didn't say that there was a 530s mode, mode setting. is slightly more aggressive yeah, somebody and used figure for out general to everyday on. driving. Race mode is the most aggressive throttle Race mode. I would like to see the, the uh, clearance the of the axle and the eyelet at full droop. So Reeb goes X3 all day, but Polaris is doing some good things. Wait till you see what can has coming. A contour bore allows for much better low-speed throttle control while having a much larger throttle, which delivers more power. After the throttle, we go into the intake manifold, which has large high-flow intake ports leading into the 93-millimeter cylinder bore with the 73.5-millimeter stroke. Can't wait to see what uh, Brian Crower and team do uh, to that motor. hard-facing on TPR. the exhaust valves and the most durable exhaust seats in the industry so that you don't have to have last check for 10,000 miles. At the front of the engine... They're calling it a 10,000-mile motor. I think that's... drives a high-output alternator. <laughs> so you can run all it's the optimistic. It's optimistic. In addition, the engine features a hydraulic oh, Matt ratcheting chain tensioner, Matt? which requires no service. We gave this engine a 12 Southern and a half Oregon wheelie champ. Ratio. You can see the pistons are very lightweight Matt. and high compression. Oh, Matt. But we also have a knock sensor, which ensures that you're not going to run into knock issues out on the trail. This high displacement, high revving engine allows for a unique sound. The engine roar is unmistakable. They really cranked the gain on that one. <laughs> Sounded like a Honda Civic. This engine are also very low inertia, which makes it eager to rev and very fast throttle response. Another design element of this engine is the closed deck cylinder construction. It provides stability to the head gasket so that it can handle the high compression of this engine. The drain backs from the cylinder head go directly to the sump, see how it's which helps keep the front chain case dry. Motor. But the front chain case is so also can -Am drops a three so speed and 300 horsepower, people are going to be ticked. <laughs> and doesn't allow it to go places it shouldn't. Another unique feature of this engine is a reed valve in the crank chamber. Every time the piston goes down, it pushes all the blow-by gases and oil back into the sump. Oh, and keeps blow by. Low and reduces friction. So the lube system also has several windage oh, trays and baffle plates. Lube that system. allows the vehicle what to tackle dynamic conditions without losing any oil pressure. So you're able to operate in a wide range of different angles and technical terrain, like rock climbing, without the hmm. fear of losing any power. 
So I'm interested to see how the chassis the uh, below the four-cylinder has been modified to protect engine. it. It looks like it's a little Digging bit, um, sits a little bit lower. Service point on this engine are very convenient. Easy to access dipstick and oil filter. I wasn't the only one that uh, commented on the old VTEC. On the cold side of the engine. <laughs> Cody Brown's one to know what uh, If Can-Am comes out with something like that, it's going to be 60K. Maybe it'll be worth it. Well, and Can-Am's not scared to charge it either. Uh, what's the compression ratio uh, on, on that four-cylinder? That's probably posted. Uh, uh, it's probably in their tech CBT manual. If Dale's still on, Dale probably tracked that one down. Vibration from the engine to the CVT. So this design allows for improved clutch durability. In closing, you've seen how the ProStar Fury I want to see him tear apart the, the diff and show that off. The most power and the highest strength for the most grueling now, terrain. Reap how long did, how long until we get an alternator belt blown blown off? Uh, 12.5 to 1 on the compression ratio. That's nice. Oh, I clicked on something wrong. So Reap just commented, will the, will the new RCRs... Oh, man. I don't even know if I should say this. Will the, new, <laughs> will the new RCRs come with dual fire extinguisher standard? Too hmm. soon, man. With that much mass, it should stay a lot cooler, I think. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We saw the engine. Uh, introduction, we don't need to see that. Accessories, Dune collection, don't need to see that. Accessories, 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 Dune collection. Um, Why not? Yeah, the hell with it. Go to go to some of the accessories. Let's see what they're trying to build for this. Thing well, they're just right going to be box. throwing you light bars and bumpers and winches and well, hopefully like and spare tire carriers and stuff. Uh, durability. Let's let's talk pro R durability. That looks like a good one. Maybe they'll talk about the dom thickness they're and talk everything. About My name the is David. I'm Robert. We're here today. To talk I like about Robert. Quality and durability Shout out to Robert. All new pro R. But before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about the heritage of Razer. Back in 2008, Razer came out with an all-new platform. And the They're definitely bringing out all the Minnesota employees category. on this. Oh, no, uh, no. Hit the market, Polaris yeah, Razer. Yeah, Matt just commented we're going to have to start pulling we second mortgages to afford this since hobby. Since its inception, I, I already do. <laughs> vehicles have joined the market, all challenging Razer and Should creating the, a competitive environment. Should do the Cummins and Jeep game, my man. Based on that competitive <laughs> environment, we've been able to produce vehicles like Turbo S in the 72-inch market and most recently the pro xp platform none of them there were some comments on the turbo i don't foresee the four cylinder getting turboed by players i foresee this sitting around for the next five to six years i see it getting turboed by dennis bolden yeah got power driveline all new suspension and all new i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say i hope dennis is the first that would be sick i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that in the next few years we see a triple with a turbo the heart of the vehicle why not is the oh, you mean from Polaris? From Polaris. Because Can-Am's like, already done that. Yeah. Been there, done that. They're, they've moved on. Yeah. Specifically yeah. for the Razor application and anything that the environment can throw at it. We've designed it with new angularity requirements so that when you're doing the harshest dunes and running through the desert, the engine and lubrication system is going to keep up. With that, we've also added a new 1,700-watt alternator, which is equivalent of a 140-amp <laughs> system. That no, it's 141. Dude. I can't wait to throw dual 18s in that thing. Anything mm. you want when you're out there having a day of riding. We've worked on the service points for the vehicle to make it easier to inspect, get ready to ride, and work on the vehicle. Vinny Max. Yeah, sure, you betcha. Yeah, man. On the cold side, we have the dipstick, the oil filter, access to the alternator, 
and allow you to inspect one thing on the four cylinder is the oil filter is right there right by where the shifter cable used to be so it's easily accessible where it used to be a, a chore to get it out of the pro xp to be able to handle the power inside the all right so we're getting a lot more comments here should I be like super critical? Should I say something relatively uh, confrontational, controversial? Egg me on. You can see here on the table we've got one of the drive shafts. Oh, drive shafts. We've enlarged them. Whoa, that is way bigger. Tubular style design. With that, we'll talk over clutching. The physical they didn't talk about the, the, the joints though. That drive line's awesome though. That's way that better size, than the old one. You know that equates to durability, but more importantly. It's how we are All right, the so they're, they're saying looks, yes, um, I should say something. Strategy shift so it's 2022, in the past, and, and Polaris has finally come out with something that can compete with something Can-Am came out with in 2016. In of in 2016 <laughs> so, 16 We're or 17, really yeah. 16, yeah. So there it is. Well, competing is a relative term. Hey, the aftermarket, you can build these things in anything that you want, but stock for stock, that Can-Am is just stupid. Yeah, it really is. I'm going to go out. And this is coming from a dude that loves the Turbo S. I love the Turbo S, and I love the RZR, but the X3 gets boring and so good. I think what we're going to see is that a lot of people are going to love this car. I don't foresee it winning the race over the Can-Am. Maybe in Baja, where it's a long, a long race, but anything that's a shorter race, I don't think these things are going to win. If they can keep it cool and keep it reliable, watch what happens at Dakar. I bet you this car killing Dakar. Well, it's go they, yeah, they're going to be at Dakar for sure. Probably the Matlocks again, right? Probably. The belt's bigger. Thus reducing the amount of revolutions that need to occur on the belt and the amount of the time of that, that new clutch looks pretty sweet. Itself. We focused on really reducing that clutch temperature below 300 in the worst conditions. And below so 300? Boy, if you're at 300. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely over. stoked on this thing. It's bitching. But, you know. So let me show you my favorite thing on Pro R. It's the suspension design. There we go. put a lot of passion and work into this. As you can see, it's completely <laughs> different than any other Razor Polaris has produced. Reeb just went full fast and furious. He goes, this thing will decimate all if you put about 25 grand in it. We have to overnight parts from Canada. With that, you can see there's a lot of differences in the suspension compared to a typical Razor. In a minute, Dave will show you some of those. But Here we looking go. At talking it, you can see that suspension. we have boxed arms on the top and lower for the control arms. We have a three-inch Fox shock that's going to the lower control arm. We've done all these to improve stiffness and to take the loads of any terrain you can throw at it. As a program team, we dubbed this thing the three-foot mogul killer. And we asked ourselves, what are we going to do in order to Did they really say that, though? Mini Max just goes fax or fax. So you sold Based on that, after I gotta five tell years you, have a new we XD, delivered uh, actually. XDS um, XDS on the left, on we've got the Turbo S. Oh, here we which go. Which is a tubular design. It basically means that in order to take the stress that the lower control arm takes, you have to have a common thickness of tube which means that you put weight where it's really not needed. In order to minimize the amount of weight of the front suspension and that, give uh, it the durability that it needs, we went to a boxed cross-sectional area stamped arm section. You can see the massive section where the shock 
interfaces with the lower control arm. Nice thick uh, joint there for the The is the pilot. arm that takes the vast <laughs> the majority of the Facebook comments are kind of coming in loud. So like Kelvin goes, finish the rock star, Chad, stir the pot. <laughs> arm, thus increasing the weight slightly, but ultimately lowering the overall package. That front knuckle looked way better than previous so generations. the control arm can go down in weight. The lower control arm goes Andreas up a little said, bit. Andreas said, who'll be the first out of Pro Charger and make 350 horsepower? No lag. Mm. I'd be all over that. Your heads on at, buddy. the yeah, trailing arm sections, uh, we've got a spherical bearing that's pretty massive. New sphericals that's are gone a good M14 idea. Instead yeah. of M12. Also, connecting it to the chassis on the Turbo S, we were at M12 bolts and well, we went to I, a massive M14. They've nailed it here. They just upgraded the bolts to uh, yeah. M14, so you're going to get a lot less here. We've also implemented a new here we go. automotive unitized hub. Oh, this is what. This is with what a five-lug uh, pattern instead pots. of four. So the Turbo S had four, and this is a common four-and-a-half-inch stud pattern used there in There you go, four-and-a-half-inch stud. They didn't really talk about how so you might have to buy a whole new one if you want to replace it. <laughs> we designed an all-new-from-the-ground-up system. Knowing the loads and capability of this vehicle, we had to start above and beyond where Turbo S and other vehicles left Buck, us. this is a children's so show. So we've designed watch a system that's over two times stiffer than those. That allows you to be in control no matter what terrain or where you're riding. Along with that, Polaris has developed a fully welded one-piece roll cage that attaches to the chassis with a new innovative joint that we've designed. It's a taper lock design to give you more strength and stiffness, providing again over two times stiffness. Huh. So no matter what terrain you run over in this vehicle, Everyone likes it's more gonna be stiffness. there for you. So in closing, you just called out on Buck. the five pillars of My durability bad. My bad, Buck. we've got power. We're delivering 225 horsepower, leading the industry. All brand new driveline. So do you see a spring update from KNM that says, ground. oh, everyone gets a free All upgrade. suspension to make this the most ECU capable tune. vehicle yeah. that is in an OEM package today. But yeah, I mean, you and said uh, 224 horse, uh, 225 horsepower uh, industry leading. Well, KNM's rated at 200, or one, like 195 on to 200, and, and it's putting 200 to the tires. To Let's say, you know, I can't wait to see what Evo gets to the ground on this thing. And the wide open spaces. With all Through the that uh, frustration mileage, they've had Polaris getting the to Polaris to actually perform, I would say that they probably power, aren't going to see a big thing out of this car anytime soon. As heavy control. as that four-seater is, you got to have about 190 or 200 to the tires just to get that sucker moving. Side world to date, delivered from an OEM. They didn't really give us much clarity on anything there, did they? Oh man, we got we got our first hater. <laughs> hey, if we got haters, we're doing something right. Yeah. All right, suspension. Pro How do you change suspension. the front axle? The shock has a fork at the bottom that spans the axle. Uh, you use a pro eagle. You lift it way the heck in the air, <laughs> like way in the air. Or you use a winch. It, it does look like a bit of a process. It looks like you got a good half inch of clearance on that eyelet when it's at full I'll be talking Yeah, for sure. Through the overall dimensions of this machine. We spent a lot of time working on the ultimate pro package doors. as far as length and width Not to a fan. accomplish our goals of yeah. The T TMW is going to kill it on this thing. Stability through big bumps. I mean, the chassis hasn't changed, really so. Right, they're already good-looking stuff for sure. Be. And so we started with a 74-inch wide overall width, and on the two-seater it has a 104 and a half inch wheelbase length. The multi-pass is 133 and a half inch wheelbase. So this machine here is the Dynamics DV equipped machine. 
comes with four modes, multi-pass. rock, what, comfort, that? track, and Baja. We feel that those, those four Baja. modes give you the, the best of all worlds for every type of terrain riding that you can do. Hey, well, website the front loaded. suspension, it's controlled by, on this vehicle here, is the, the Fox Shocks X2, our Dynamics DV system. Uh, it also comes with adjustable crossover. Yeah, Jake, I saw that. Somebody is angry. Probably because I shared my name and his mom's back here. we've ever done before. The front shocks on our other models come with a Walker Evans two and a half inch size shock with adjustable crossover rings, adjustable preload, and adjustable compression damping control. Brandon, that's never uh, Talk a, a good thing. Talk a little bit about the front the suspension architecture. The first thing you probably notice is how there. the front Here shock is connected to the lower control arm. This was done for three big reasons. One is lighter weight. It allowed us to take all the mass of False. the upper control arm where typically the shock is connected to and put it down on the lower control arm. That lower control arm is already has to be strong to, to absorb all the, the rock hits and the abuse that our, our customers typically throw at it. Since we put all that weight down low too, that also helps with the vehicle center of gravity. That's the other reason we did it. It moves the whole shock down and it moves all the mass and control arms down. As you can Thanks, see, Kelly. our upper <laughs> control arm is very simple, very lightweight, stamped clamshell design. Lastly, by moving that shock down, we were also able to improve our sight lines of the entire vehicle, which what? helps improve the whole driver's experience. We found that the shock really was never visible, deal, especially when you're in gnarly terrain or going up and down hills. Maybe if you're Another holding your head out the side. is how we have the shock straddle the half shaft. By straddling the half shaft, we're able that, to knuckle. center all the forces on that control arm, Look at which that. allows for the Forks, most efficient straddling design possible. Half shaft. Another cool thing we did with the suspension system is race-inspired three-piece stabilizer. Can't wait for Robbie's comments. Aluminum <laughs> 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 arms tied together with a heat-treated steel. Here's your sway bar upgrade. That's beefy. So in addition to everything Alex told you about the front did suspension, you, we also have an all-new steering rack. Did you see that weak tie rod? Uh, it features uh, industry-first <laughs> rack mount EPS, where the motor is mounted to the rack housing itself, which delivers a lower center of gravity and reduced weight of the vehicle. So here on the table, we have one of the new lower control arms, which, uh, as Alex mentioned, are uh, stamped construction, uh, which lets us put the weight, weight where we want it. That makes the most sense. Stamped construction means everybody's upgrading to HCR uh, the week they get the car. As well as new spherical and a new larger I'll have to ask Brandon if they got models. the uh, model in for mock-up. Okay, so mock -up. on the vehicle, uh, we're using a unitized wheel bearing assembly, which delivers a stiffer wheel end, improved durability, and much improved serviceability on the wheel bearings. So the, the Pro-R also features forged aluminum knuckles, both front and rear, paired with larger suspension sphericals and ball joints on both ends of the vehicle. The all-new trailing arms on the Razor Pro-R. Those front knuckles are uh, way beefier. Construction, uh, <laughs> Double shear in the uh, back. That's awesome. For yeah. max length suspension. And then we have the Tolink, which we'll discuss elsewhere in this video. And the rear has a different packaging arrangement for the, the new big sphericals, as well as the new rear knuckle arrangement. To control the wheel through the 29 inches of travel, we implemented the inches of travel. first adjustable tow link. Taylor called that Probably one. one of the first things you can see on the rear suspension as it passes through the trailing arm and connects to the frame. This design gives us really good bump steer control through travel. The next what? thing you may see on the rear oh, arm bump steer? is a race-inspired debris guard. We found through testing that it dramatically reduces the amount of rocks and debris getting into the rear wheel and causing damage. Again, same as the front. I appreciate them putting video to a $25 Fox part. <laughs> X2 shocks. 
coupled with our Dynamics DV system. Especially going to the 15-inch RAM, I mean, that's Walker not really as big of a deal. Adjustable crossover rings, adjustable uh, Rogue Valley Side-by-Side Club, this thing uh, might have a hard time on some of our trails down here in Southern Oregon. You know what? I will bring my 80-inch Can-Am down there, and uh, let's go try that out. Um, that's not me That's not me trolling. I just want to go ride with you guys. Uh, Kelvin, I would tend to agree. All right, we're running out of videos Reap here. Reap uh, stamp, not fabricated. Driveline and clutching. G-Life uh, helps bump steer by reducing tow that plague turbo S's. I mean, I guess. I you think know, the front has more to do with the You know what? Uh, uh, extreme performance out of San Bernardino had a fix for that turbo S for that very thing. Good, good comment, G-Life. Jason said we're going to talk about everything on this vehicle, driveline related. Starting I want to know what drive, the bump on the hood is. the prop chest back through the clutches to the rear drive Herpes. and the transmission. <laughs> what we have here on the table is a uh, Turbo S uh, half shaft assembly and the Pro R half shaft so thicker assembly. Shafts you notice on the construction uh, between these two axles. is very similar. We have the bar in the middle and we have the CVs at the end. However, on the Pro R, we have much bigger components. The bar diameter is much bigger as well as the CV belt. Those axles the end. are way bigger. Another yeah, thing you can't see on the table here is the grease <clears> internal <throat> to the CV assembly. The grease is high temp, which really allows you to get that performance of that Pro R, all that speed, and not have uh, half shaft issues with boots getting torn in the field. The other thing you notice here on Pro-R is the unitized hub. Sweet this is an industry-first automotive-style hub. The first thing you notice is it's got five lugs. The typical Razor has four lugs today, but on Pro-R, with all the power we have, we need to have more clamp load to keep the wheels You know, on. we've been so talking about the industry, industry going to five lug and 15 the inch for quite a while, and it just seems like everything's knuckle, about two to three years helps behind. Get rid of some yeah. of the weight that we added with all these big components here. So all in, production's we're able to always manage behind the weight demand. in a way that we can get the performance we need out of the vehicle and not be overweight when it comes to the total vehicle. And then moving I'm over to the prop shaft, what I have here is assembly. this is a Razor well, Pro R prop shaft. As you can see, it's very large. It looks heavy, but don't I worry, like it is hollow. Thick shaft here. There That's are two shafts: the one that connects the front hey. drive to the transmission, hey. and the second that connects the transmission to the rear shaft. drive. If we compare that to Turbo S, you can see the size difference. I like those. The oh man! Of the larger, Look at that thickness. Who doesn't like more thickness? This guy's ripped. You see how he just curls that? This guy skipped chest day. The transmission and the rear drive are separated now and connected by a rear prop Jason, shaft. do you even lift, bro? So, did you hear that? So the rear is, the rear a, is a separate more suspension travel diff on this vehicle. That's driven by a shaft, not attached to the actual motor block. The front drive is also connected by this larger front prop shaft. Which means you're going to get some awesome uh, the differential upgrades. It's basically like a series of clutch packs. That series of clutch packs allows the front drive to be protected from high torque. You know, this video documents why the car weighs as much as it weighs. While still retaining the overall durability of the driveline system on this vehicle. Moving into the next system. I'm stoked of the vehicle, on the new clutching. four wheel drive. On the table here, we have a comparison of the turbo Hopefully S clutches and also the Polaris Pro R clutch system. Shaft Looking at the drive setup. clutch, the first thing you notice is overall size. The size of Pro R is so much bigger, durability wise as well as cooling capacity. This baffle plate helps direct air on the Pro R in order to really cool the clutches down. Maybe that baffle plate the will stop the belt from the, the system is <laughs> getting the tangled up itself. back there when you blow it. <laughs> Looking at the center distance between Skeeter said that drive shaft is bigger than that bigger. dude's 10 and a half versus 12 inch center distance on the not lying. Which yeah, really helps when you mine. bend the belt around the clutches <laughs> from a bending <laughs> frequency standpoint. It really helps lower the heat and helps really improve your belt life. So uh, Matt from Savage clutch, uh, UTV um, with the belt cases is going to be coming out with a bigger case. So I'm hope, I wonder if it's going to be the same size the belt as like the KRX really and the Speed, if that's all going to be a common belt size a whole new level and if it'll fit in that case. Uh, did they talk about front end travel yet? It's 27 and 29. Yeah, it's usually a couple inches less. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. All right. 
Let's Taylor's see. that was twenty minutes ago. Taylor's used to me ignoring his texts. <laughs> oh boy. All right, we'll do we'll do one accessories video. Just to it better be awesome. Come on now. This is me giving them their marketing the team some time. <laughs> any off-road vehicle or the things you add oh, to make it your own. Up. That looks good. That's why we've developed yeah. over eighty Polaris engineered accessories specifically designed for Turbo R. Created in partnership with some Cascade, of the Cascade, uh, they definitely the just showed off some bigger axles. So Cascade, Hemi, uh, totally agree with you there. Aluminum doors, steel rock sliders, they probably need some RCVs. Bumpers, innovative storage solutions. I think it's interesting Rockford that they used assault and whatnot for and launch partners like this. Rigid chase yeah, they've got to help groups stay together. Because they used to be all about making it themselves. All the accessories right. were developed in parallel with the vehicle itself. That's a great so color scheme, by the way. That one right there. Is I don't really care about colors, but that thing was bitching. Collections. Dune, desert, and rugged trail. Hey, help pause. organize all the choices. So it's nailed it. There you go. Three different packages. Oh well, they're just those are series of of accessories you can buy. But no, I think if you if you went back and saw that they have this uh, Northwest. Yeah, color back, scheme. Did yeah, you see that? Back, back that up a little bit. The, yeah. the, the Northwest Seahawks edition. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and rugged trail. Go Help Hawks. Organize all the choices. So Gay Prado will be uh, exactly all over that one. What you want? Oh, influencer segment. Oh, who we got? Uh, I saw Off-Road Barbie and Polar people. Think outside. All right, let's kind of wrap this up. Yeah, man. Polaris, All right. Just to summarize, Polaris drops the Polaris Pro R and now the Turbo S. Or no, Turbo. Did I call that wrong? Turbo Turbo R, sorry. So the Pro R and the Turbo R. Uh, new chassis upgrades that we've all seen. Uh, we're talking about the front suspension. Uh, we're talking about the tow link. We're talking about the new bearing carriers. Uh, new sway bars, which I didn't, I didn't really expect them to come with a full-on three-piece like that. Uh, we have the new shocks being 3.0 on the high-end models and then limited uh, ultimate packages. Uh, that's super awesome. You're still going to be stuck with the Walker Evans 2.5s on the sport models, which is unfortunate. Um, we're seeing upgraded uh, chassis stiffness, one-piece cage, one-piece chassis. Uh, separate front and rear diffs that have been upgraded. So rear diff is now out of the tranny and, and prop driven. Uh, upgraded uh, prop shafts that are the size of a donkey. Uh, we have the... <laughs> um, oh, what else do we got? We got the drive modes. We got the suspension. We got the compression rebound up, uh, upgrades on the Ultimate Series. We have uh, 225 horsepower out of the four-cylinder. Uh, they're calling that a new uh, version of the motor that went in the slingshot, and uh, it's not the same thing, but we all know it's the same thing. We're looking at um, over 1,500 watts of power out of that alternator, which is awesome. Uh, that'll keep the, the engine firing while you have all your Baja Designs lights yeah, on. And just shy of 142. Um, what else did we miss? Uh, <coughs> new tires, new Maxxis tires. Uh, new uh trailing arm uh, uh, debris guards which maxis tire was on that thing uh they are the rampage ah that's a new new one isn't it yeah so if we go to the spec sheet um maxis rampage fury so they had a rampage uh rampage fury is the new one uh those are 32 10 15s all the way around on all four corners 
um, aluminum rims uh, with a five lug pattern, the four and a half inch um, pattern that they specified. Um, up to 27, 29 inches of wheel travel uh, being the Pro R or the Pro XP chassis. That means it's in a bottom out before the tire you know, lets you bottom the chassis out or whatever. They're usable travel, whatever they call that. Um, Jason just commented, uh, two liter with turbo. No, two liters naturally aspirated. Uh, the 925 right. is a turbo. So the Pro R is specifically a four-cylinder car, uh, naturally aspirated at 225. The Turbo R is the existing Pro XP turbo motor uh, at 181 horsepower on the twin cylinder. Um, so nothing's changing as far as the power plant on that. Uh, and neither would be the rear diff uh, on that one because the motor hasn't changed, so the tranny would still be mounted to it. So interesting. Uh, we'll see if um, the front diff has been upgraded on the Turbo R uh, to match the Pro R. Um, that would be interesting. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, a lot of the chassis remains the same. The Turbo R has the same cage design as the Pro XP. Um, and the uh, Turbo or the Pro R has the new more radius style cage with the gusseting that comes halfway down to your lap and it looks hideous in my opinion. <clears throat> well, nobody keeps cages stock anyway. Well, actually, you'd be surprised how large the segment does. I'm just talking about me <laughs> and I'm the only one that is important here. Right, right. So uh, I just had a thought. Did they keep the Pro XP in the product line? No. Uh, I didn't see that. Did you? So if I go to the website, I see the Razor Pro XP two-seater starting at 23000 Um, I do not see the Pro XP. There okay, were, so they had the Pro XP four as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, too. We were, we were getting hints that there was going to be a Pro S. So that was... That's the Pro R is right. is the the wider stance the chassis upgrades to replace the Turbo S. So there's no longer the Turbo S uh, going to be available. Um, it's not on their website anymore. They pulled it off, which was all signaled by the fact that you couldn't order one as of what was it August. Um, they stopped orders on those. So yeah, I, I I think production value was high on this. They did a lot of effort to make sure that this product launch went well and looked good and and all that. Uh, as far as the two models they came out with. Do you think the Turbo R is a worthy successor to the Turbo S? Yes, 100%. I think it is. And do you think the price upgrade is worth the the increase that we're going to see? Uh, I think the Turbo S was worth more than we were paying for it. I think the Turbo S was that awesome. So uh, I would probably say, I mean, yeah, it's probably priced accordingly now. I know people are kind of upset that it's as expensive as it is, but I mean... Let's go back to like 2005. If you went to a machinist and said, "Build me one of these things," he's going to ding you for fifty thousand dollars. So, right. you know, these well, things I mean, are it's not that much more. The price point. <laughs> I mean, if we're looking at the trim levels, you're only looking at two or three thousand thousand dollars more than the Turbo S. So, right. um, I don't foresee that being a, a big ask. Now, on the Pro R, uh, seeing 225 horsepower, um, here's the, here's the thing: you went from a 925 or I'm sorry, a 999 CC motor to a 1997 uh, CC motor where the, the two cylinder was, um, you know, 125 horsepower, something like that. Uh, and you went up to 225. So you roughly just under doubled your horsepower by doubling your cylinders. Um, 
do you think the price upgrade for that versus a turbo car like the turbo r being at 181 which can easily be upgraded to roughly 195 to 200 uh, with some tuning uh do you think the value prop there is there for that motor versus the fact that you can get a turbo r for less money than the pro r and have essentially the exact same car yes one thousand percent i think it's absolutely worth the extra money can you get the 3.0 on the on the 925 no so the whole platform is better just because uh, but, of the shocks? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you get the shocks, you get the extra motor. You know, I, I don't think anything. But you're not like, getting really, you're getting more horsepower. You're but getting headroom. No, nobody leaves these things stock. I mean, I, I, I said it I said it when we were at TakeOver. But no one know. really touches the, the naturally aspirated motor. Yeah. Pri, pri, well, I mean, yet. But I mean. Well, pri, they haven't on the two-cylinder. Well, but, but it wasn't a car. Why would you when you could just jump into a turbo? you know, for roughly about the same amount of money instead of going with that's exactly my That's exactly my question, yeah, though. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's going to buy the Pro-R at 74 inches to go uh, do tight trails, you know. So they're let's gonna just... Go to, they're going to go do desert, desert stuff, and a motor a motor that big probably has a power band that's much more usable, much more flexible. And, and on-demand, no And on-demand, and, uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm I'm always going to want more power. I mean, heck, dude, when we we're at when we we're at TakeOver, I'm on a 3R tune, just a basic 3R tune, which is which not slow. Which has done slow. you really well. Which, yeah, which has done really well. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not slow, but we get out of the faster group on the night ride. We get into an open area, and I'm on the floor. I've got my throttle to the floor, and I can't keep up with some of those guys. You know, so everybody's fast now. I mean— those days have now changed. I will go buy them <laughs> at the blink of an eye. But, but nonetheless, I mean, even if you got, if I got a pro R, I'm not happy until that thing's putting at least like 275 to the ground or more. Right. And being basically because the uh, geometry, suspension geometry, and the 3.0 and all that stuff, it can handle that kind of power. So that's what I want, you know. And and it's a heavier car too, so the more power, the better. Right. Well, then that's kind of where my question is. So yeah, Chris, Chris the, just commented. He goes, "No replacement for displacement." We've been saying that since the 70s. Yeah. So 100. percent uh, so all you guys online joining us uh, for the live stream, let us know what, if you had 40 grand to drop on a side by side right now, uh, and you were looking between the pro R and the turbo R, uh, knowing that you have a little bit of money left over for cage safety upgrades, tuning, whatever, do you buy a $40,000 upgraded turbo R or do you buy a $40,000 upgraded pro Tur uh, pro R? So let us know in the comments. Um, the other thing that, um, I was thinking totally went out of my head because I started talking about people online. So, um, I don't know. I think that, uh, I personally would like to see the turbo R upgraded and see how that does, um, versus an upgraded, uh, pro R. I think it'll be a, a definite, um, well, I guess this weekend we're going to see in the races, right? We're going to see everybody down at the thousand racing these things. So maybe they, they show up in force. Um, oh, the other thing I would say, I can't wait to hear that four-cylinder straight-piped. No, mm. no Cataly, no exhaust, just captain's choice straight out the side. Ba -dap, ba -dap, ba -dap. Yeah. Yeah, we got our first vote for Pro-R all day. I would tend to agree with him. And uh, all you Polaris haters that are joining us, uh, do you still buy a 200-horsepower Can-Am or do you buy um, one of the new cars from yeah i mean think about that too like how many how many x3s and how many turbo s's have you seen for sale in the aftermarket right now with a thousand miles on it guys want forty five thousand dollars for it so and they right. sell in a weekend so this pro r isn't going to sit on shelves at all they're going to be gone the second they show up 
Well, I think that the market the market demand is still high, right? They're still itching to buy whatever they can get their hands on, yeah, what, every, no matter what it is. Everybody's saying pro R, pro R. Uh, Jason said pro R, thousand percent. Another no replacement for de- displacement. Uh, crypto said forty k cash, and I don't know what I'm gonna get yet. Uh, Skeeter pro R. Uh, Marty said, yeah, we're gonna need a turbo for that two liter. I tend to agree. And uh, Skeeter nailed it, hundred percent. I've been saying it for years. Uh, it's still going to drop 20K or more on the car after you get it. Right. So, Well, the question is, is how fast are you going to drop that? Is it, is it going to be spread out over the next three years, or is it going to be all at once? Now with me, I will skip the kids' college and <laughs> go right after it. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, shout out to Mia, getting accepted out to uh, WSU. Fight, fight, fight for Washington State. <laughs> we, we might have to go to some football games. I know, right? Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, how, about, how about this? You buy the, uh, the Pro R, I'll buy the Turbo R. I'll wait for the Can-Am response, and you get the Pro-R. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what, what, which one would you like to see us buy if we were to bring one into the channel and into the discussion? Uh, would you like to see us uh, dink around with the Turbo-R or the Pro-R? Well, um, yeah, let's, let's let that one marinate for two seconds and then let me troll again. Uh, so let's just say you, you've got the option to get a Pro-R, which what was that? What was MSRP, 40 or 42? For a two liter? Uh, for the two or the four? For the two. Uh, why is my mouth? Because I'm not touching the, the mouse. I'm touching the <laughs> desk. Uh, so the base price on a Pro R is 32. Um, We're talking the Mac Daddy. So that one went up to 42. Okay, so 42K for what you just saw on the Pro R. Let's just say that another competitive OE has a triple. Uh, it might not even be a triple. We're not 100% sure, but uh, it's going to make 300 horsepower. It's going to have a... Th- and it's going to have uh, a three-speed transmission, rumored. And let's just say it's in the 42 to 45 range. Which one are you going to get? I think Here, I know Here's something we haven't said at all yet. Pro-R versus speed UTV. Yeah, it, for Once sure. it comes out. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if that speed car is exactly what we hope it is, it's going to be a bad boy, man. Yeah, I think there's going to be some serious competition come summer 2022. Right. That's why why I modified the X3. (laughs) It was an effort to conserve my pocketbook for another couple of years because my car car is still relevant, at least, power-wise. So we've had a lot of people asking what's going on with the X3. Uh, Do you want to give some build details, or do you want to just say final build coming soon well it's all speculative it's just it's a bunch of industry rumors but so was the no, pro no, no, no. your x3 oh my x3 yeah we've had a number of people asking you know we keep talking about how you have more horsepower more oh. upgrades things like that but we've never talked yeah about what's actually going on with your x3 yeah so uh my x3 got a dynamite turbo kit and it's putting down uh you know i've heard on this kit we've seen a we've seen like 300 at the tires give or take. Um, my guess is, uh, you know, and one of the guys that's watching right now is Chris, uh, Chris from CNC up in Everett. Chris is riding that car. And, and I think that car's maybe, maybe putting down about high two sixties. Uh, if we're on a good day, maybe a sea level 50 degrees outside or something, maybe we could get maybe around that two seventy mark. It's a bullet. I can tell you that it's really, really fast. Uh, so it's making a ton more power, but in conjunction with MT with what MTS did from a suspension standpoint, it's a totally new car and it's just freaking ripping, man. It's a bad boy. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, in a nutshell, that's kind of what we've done to it. We did a lot of, uh, we stabilized it a lot more by putting in some tough parts, you know, the shock tower support, uh, there's really, with the exception of the trailing arms on that thing right now, there isn't much stock anymore about it except the frame. You know, it's just one of those things where 
you've seen you and I have seen guys have an X3 run them up to like 10,000 miles and then everything's been replaced. My car is kind of slowly but surely getting there. So yeah, yeah. Um, Chris on Facebook was just saying, uh, mentioning the fact that you know people have to consider paying 500 bucks a month on a UTV, right? Yeah. Um, I would say that uh, that while that's a valid point to a large uh, segment of the market, when I was at Sandsport this year. And I was observing all the people that were walking around throwing money around. I can tell you right now, there's people ready to pay cash for these cars. No, no doubt about it. And they're sure. not—they're not, gonna, sell, they're not worried every, about a payment. No, so. not at all. They'll sell every one of these they they manufacture. Oh yeah. And I, I would say that you know your your payment segment is probably a 50-50 split. You're going to see a lot of people just throw a hundred grand at one of these cars, and a lot of the segment just buying stock and sticking stock while they make their payments. So. Uh, Derek said, "Not trying to buy a first-year car, even though it's been around for a few years. I mean, that's a that's a real thing, man." So. Well, I mean, think about the chassis proven, right? Everybody says it's way better than the XP platform. Everyone says it's more rigid, more stiff. They just said that they're going to upgrade all the stiffness and all the the key po- components of it. You said stiffness. Um, we're seeing new trailing arm, new knuckles, new uh, A arms, new everything. But they but they did say that these are stamped metal parts, right? These are stamped and welded together on a robotic welder, um, you know, there's still going to be room for upgrade. There's still going to be room for improvement. I mean, they're not going to cut the aftermarket out on a product. Launch. Oh yeah. Um, Lone Star, Cognito, HCR, they'll be all over this thing. Right. So, uh, looking forward to seeing, um, you know, what the actual products look like. I think they're going to be pretty gnarly looking when you consider the fact that shock has to go through it and, and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, exactly what those things look like. They're going to be really cool looking. Uh, they're going to be really durable. Um, I'm concerned about people blowing out, you know, a ball joint to, uh, on that front arm and then taking their shock out or taking the axle out or whatever. You know, those uh, those UTV fails in Glamis are going to look a lot more spectacular, I think, in the coming in the coming year. I hope not. I hope they kind of <coughs> figure, you know, hopefully it's not a problem that rears its they build it stronger much, people are going to send it bigger it's just, yeah it's just what happens yeah no doubt about it so um look at a lot of uh responses saying that they're going to be going pro r uh, a couple of people have mentioned turbo r um just because you can you can buy the performance upgrades right now right it's going to come out then you can go get the tune um one way or the other the amount of power that these things are throwing to the ground doesn't matter what you get you're going to be stoked i mean i can't tell you how many countless pro r's pro xps i've seen tuned up and are just they spaceships yeah, so for sure um shout out to uh wyatt and uh Macbeth and all those guys that drive straight up rockets and to this day i haven't been in a machine that is more comfortable and more visible for a driver than a pro r or a uh, uh, XP, pro xp pro, pro chassis, xp yeah. yeah i love it so uh yeah so let's start the rumor mills on the can-ams and, and the responses to this uh let's see what happens and if you got details let us know obviously we try to keep things um legit so don't send us stuff that uh yeah. <laughs> will get you in trouble you or anyone else in trouble uh henry cruz asked to <laughs> give out torque numbers torque numbers i assume we could probably look it up but acceleration numbers haven't seen anything yet yeah they don't publish those right um the market's gonna get interesting next year looks interesting our um one of the highest viewed podcast episodes we've ever had is what UTV to buy in the pre- in the following year. So I think that'll be a really interesting episode to revisit um, for you and I and the community. Uh, let us know what you think about the live broadcast today. Um, this is something new for us, something uh, <laughs> took a lot of brain cells to put this together, but I think I did halfway decent job. Um, if you like this format, uh, let us know. If you like the uh, pre-recorded format better, let us know. Um, it's always good to bring people in. Uh, maybe I uh, had some people asking about a call-in show. 
Dude, that'd be sick. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Maybe we just do that separate, like just on the side beyond beyond the podcast. 100%. So uh shout out to everybody that uh put this product launch on today at polaris uh they did a great job all the engineers look like they put a lot of thought and process into this um the car looks amazing um obviously everything is uh proof in the pudding right let's get these cars out on the trail out on the desert uh see how they do um what kind of temperatures we're seeing how the um durability is um super stoked as i've said a thousand times already on this show uh about all the suspension upgrades and i can't wait to see uh how that performs and how it handles and all that so um great show thanks for joining me in the studio again yeah no i was uh, we've been stoked about this for a long time yeah and uh everybody that joined us online commented uh participated with us uh thanks for spending your uh work day lunch period with us and uh until the next time guys uh we'll see you in the next one take care (laughs) 